Russia just invaded Ukraine. What's going to happen to the stock market? And does that mean you need to be making changes to your portfolio? You've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So the big questions for retirement is this. How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Lifestyles. What's up, everybody? Patrick McNally here, and I want to welcome you to the Retirement Lifestyles Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. And depending on when you're listening to this, um, it is February 28th. It's my wife's birthday today, so happy birthday to her. But we had some major uh, global events happen last week. Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, basically started on Wednesday night, and we saw that reflect in the markets the very next day. And on Thursday, basically, the, the markets started off low, and it just got worse. And it basically hit a bottom. Um, at one point, it was almost 900 points down. But then something crazy happened. Um, throughout the day, we're all thinking, oh my gosh, okay, is this kind of the start of, of a big downturn until we kind of figure out what's going on? And lo and behold, by the end of the day, the market actually ended the day positive a couple hundred points. Amazing. Crazy when you think about it. When something like that happens, you figure, okay, we're going to get like a week of down, and that's what happens. So, okay, well, maybe maybe we'll see something happen on Friday. Well, Friday came, and the market started positive and absolutely ended, cranked out 835 points to basically end its best day since late 2020. So a lot of, that left a lot of people scratching their head, going, this whole thing with Russia, you know, we thought that this would kind of rock the markets. I mean, this is a global event. And then we're hearing talks about Biden um, along with other members of the G7 getting together and, and figuring out, hey, what are we going to do to Russia? Are we going to impose some big sanctions you know, in an attempt to really kind of bottleneck their finances and their economy? Hopefully that's going to stop them. And then we're just kind of trying to figure this out. And the markets are actually doing really, really well. So we even had, uh, there, there were articles that came out you know, on that Thursday and Friday. And, and when it initially happened, on Thursday, and the market was down big time, um, even some Market Watch articles, they, they brought on somebody from Wells Fargo, and and they were saying, hey, now is not the time to be buying in the dip, you know, in stocks, and it was a cautionary type of a thing. Well, I probably thought he was in, eating his words by the end of the day. So what this is all alluding to is today's show, I want to talk about predictions and the fact that they don't work nobody can predict the market and like in my book retirement planning 101 actually I devote one of the chapters to this about trying to to actively predict the market and it always make it always reminds me of it was back in the 90s when the psychic network do you guys remember the psychic network with miss cleo 
oh, no, I tell you your future. You know, she was like, for like $2.99 a minute, she would, you know, tell you exactly what was going to happen in your life, your love life, uh, your health, your finances. I mean, Miss Cleo could tell you all of it. And, um, just for, you know, the bargain price of two ninety nine a minute. Anyway, I think she ended up going to, like, prison for fraud or something like that happened. But that all kind of just, that's kind of my tongue-in-cheek story whenever I, you know, talk with people about whether or not you can predict what the stock market's going to do. And the answer at the end of the day is no. I've been doing this for over 22 years, and the answer's no. And you can look back historically, uh, and every time people think something's different, you know, I heard that one again, you know, Russia invading. This is this time it's different. It's going to, you know, we're going to do this. And it's going to be a different time. Should we go to gold? Should we go to cash? And that's basically like the worst thing you can do um, is, is try to make a bunch of decisions, you know, shoot from the hip decisions without all the facts and just basing it on news. So if you take a long-term perspective of the market, which is what everybody should be doing when you invest in the market, you should have a long-term plan in place not a prediction plan, not a day trading type of a plan. And a lot of people do that. They they kind of feel like, hey, you know, I, I need to be moving stuff around all the time. And ultimately what ends up happening is people lose over the long term with that. I know we all want to hear the, the stories about, you know, knocking one out of the park and, you know, I predicted that this, uh, this stock ABC was going to do it and it did. And, you know, a lot of people get it right once, most, but most people never get it right twice. And it, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you're a baseball fan, you know, when you hear when you hear about Babe Ruth, you know, what do you think about? You think about his home run record. Well, not too many people know that he he was also like first in line for the amount of strikeouts. So, but you never hear about those. You don't hear about the strikeouts. Same thing with finances. What you need to be doing is putting that crystal ball away, not listening to other people, especially people in the media that are peddling either fear or greed. And that's another point I want to bring up. Like some of these headlines. Let me read you some of these headlines. Um, you know, I, I told you about the one before from from Market Watch. Now is not the time to buy, and then it ended up. Well, on Friday it was, you know, so throughout the day on Thursday you, you can look at a bunch of headlines, and it was all doom and gloom. Markets are going to crash. This is the end. Maybe now is not the time to be buying. The very next day, those same newspapers and online articles and all that stuff. Dow Jones futures turn higher with Putin open to Ukraine talks. Dow Jones climbs after stock market sell-off. Climbs 800 points, its best day since 2020. Stock market roars back on word of Russia-Ukraine talks. So these are just a list of some of the, the hundreds of, of headlines within a 24-hour period. So when you recognize what the media is doing, they have to, they got to get your eyes. They got to they gotta sell papers. They have to somehow get your eyeballs to read their stuff, to watch their stuff. And the best way to do that is through a freaky headline or a greedy headline or some something to spark your attention. And it's the headlines, unfortunately, at the end of the day, that drives the market. The market's driven by news. And if you can recognize that news in and of itself is unpredictable, well, then you have to immediately concede that the market itself is unpredictable because it's the news is what drives the markets. 
So we just know that over time, though, in any study of this, given a 5, 10, 15, 50-year period of time, you look back and the market always goes up. Always. It always goes up. Now, there may be a, a three-year period that's flat. There may be a 10-year period. You heard about that in the 2000s, the, the decade of no returns. Well, you know, if you looked at the, the, the numbers, you could probably see that. But depending on what you invested in, people made a lot of money during the 2000s. I mean, it's, it's you know, that, that, that 10-year period from 2000 to 2010. So it all depends on what kind of a plan you have and sticking to your plan. If you're retired um, or you're getting close you potentially want to look at a portfolio that's designed to pay you an income from the portfolio, not necessarily just designed for growth. Now, I'm not saying that growth isn't important, but what I'm saying is it probably needs to become secondary in importance. Income is the number one thing that's important in retirement, not just the growth. You can get growth over time. And again, it's about it's about time in the market, not timing the market. You know what I mean? So once you can wrap your head around that, it's almost like having a different mind shift. If you're if you're retired or you're 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 getting ready to be retired, you gotta have a little bit of a different mind shift in the way that you invest. And it may not be the same, it it probably shouldn't be the same for most people that you've been investing for 20 or 30 years in like your company 401k. Most people, at that time period of life, you're saving money because you're getting a paycheck. You're not paying any bills out of your investments. You're paying them with your paycheck. Well, so you can you can go after that growth. You can afford to be risky. You can you can go for those market gains, and you have time to do it while you're working. But when you get into retirement, you're no longer getting that paycheck. You quit. That's retirement. You're no longer getting a paycheck. Now you got to create it, and it comes out of those investments. So don't, doesn't it make sense to invest maybe a little bit differently than you were when you were working and, and place growth secondary? Invest for income. It's all about creating a paycheck in retirement that's predictable, that's safe, that's consistent, and one that can even increase when the market's going down. How about that? What if you could continually get income that increased each year? without worrying about the balance of your account in the market. If the market went down 20%, but you still got paid the same, what about that? Would that be interesting to you? There are ways to build a portfolio and a plan to help you do that. And um, so today, I just kind of wanted to get that across to, to when you read articles, when you're turning on the news, to not necessarily feel like you have to make a change in your portfolio. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of people, they got out of that market early on Thursday and they're kind of kicking themselves now because now they're wondering, maybe they didn't even get back in. Maybe they're still sitting on the sideline today. Who knows? Um, a lot of people did that in you know, 2007, 2008. They got out, they sold, lost a bunch of money, and then missed it on the way back up. So that's one thing that a lot of people forget is that if you're trying to predict the market, you have to actually predict it correctly twice, not just once. You got to predict when the best time to get out, and then you got to predict when's the best time to get back in. And it never works. I'm just here to say it. Arguably, it never works. So that's what I wanted to get across today. Don't pay too much attention. I mean, pay attention to what's going on in the world, but don't necessarily make a bunch of quick decisions based on current news. Um, I want to give you a book, if you'd like, my copy of my, my book, Retirement Planning 101. I mentioned it 
I talked about at the very beginning uh, with Miss Cleo um, and predicting. I, I go into a whole a whole chapter on trying to predict the market in my book, Retirement Planning 101. If you'd like a free copy, I would love to send you one. All you got to do is visit my website, rlaplan.com, um, and do rlaplan.com forward slash book. And you can put in a little bit of information. Tell me where to send your book, and I'll get that out to you ASAP. That website, again, is rlaplan.com forward slash book. And as always, if you ever have questions, uh, comments, please uh, like this uh, this episode if you did. But you can put those comments in the bottom. And if you ever wanted to reach out to me for a free phone call, you can visit talktopatrick.com. Thanks for joining me today, and I wish you the best in retirement. If you got something good out of the show, make sure you rate it, give me a thumbs up, and hit subscribe so you never miss out. Also, share it with your friends. Be sure to find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. One more thing before you go. Remember that the information I talk about on this podcast is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but do not consider it as personalized investment advice and cannot be interpreted as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned. You need to visit with a professional advisor, tax, or legal counselor before implementing any of the strategies presented. My firm, Retirement Lifestyles Advisory Group, is registered as an investment advisor, and we only transact business in the states where we're properly registered to do so.